But in high school, Anna and I, we'd have to play the pterodactyl game. Have you ever played it? What the fuck is a pterodactyl? <laughs> so you go like this and you cover your, your lips with your teeth. Like that. And you have to say, pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. <laughs> so you have to keep your lips on your mouth or over your teeth. Pterodactyl. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to A Side of Homicide. I'm Austin. And I'm Tennille. So, how's your week been? You know what? It's been good. Uh, it was fun because last night we went and saw Holiday Lights at yes. a park. So that was fun. We went and drove through with Austin's mom, Wendy, and she loved it. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the new T-Swift song. What was the name? Um, it, <laughs> I have it on my Why phone. don't you look it up? But I actually was very impressed with her tonight because she's the type who only listens to FM radio in her car. And if she ever is <laughs> listening to Bluetooth, like you have Apple CarPlay and everything, but you just never use it. No. <laughs> and I like, she pulls up and she's listening to Taylor Swift. I'm like, what the hell? No body, no crime. Oh, there you That's go. That's what it's called. Yep. She's got to be a true crime fan. She to has make to that be. Song. She like there's to. just no way. Can we talk about what I was just talking to you about um, her and her hand signals on that Jimmy Kimmel in oh interview. Oh my gosh, yes. That was so weird. Is she okay? So basically, if you don't know, she did this interview with Jimmy Kimmel and I believe she was on FaceTime and she used this specific hand signal that's like saying that she needs help and she's experiencing abuse at home. Hopefully I'm getting that right. But yeah, that's the gist that I got from the video It's very too. specific the way she did it. So it's kind of scary, but I guess we'll keep you guys posted on that and make sure to look at the news but yeah, yeah, it's it just something weird, really weird very strange but either way her new song is great yeah i mean i loved it a queen yeah and then oh okay last night it was terrible because i was sleeping and i had a very like vivid dream and it was scary because Okay, I am definitely afraid of spiders. Like, so crazy afraid of spiders that it's, like, unreal. And We know. We know. <laughs> I was having a dream last night that I was sleeping in my bed. So I was already sleeping in my bed, but it was dreaming that I was sleeping in my bed. And that there was a spider right above my head. And not, like, one of those normal spiders, but, like, a spider from, like, Harry Potter. <laughs> okay, so a giant spider. Yes. Okay. And in my dream, it was right above my head and then it bounced over to the side of my wall where my like curtains are for my window. Got it. But in real life, I had woken up and not realized it was real life again. And I took one of my really heavy like foam pillows and chucked it against my window. I mean, it really couldn't have done anything to your window because you have it all black. <laughs> yes, I have a blacked out. <laughs> yeah, she literally has foam padding against her blackout, um, against her window, and then she has blackout curtains, yeah, and I you can't see all inside. <laughs> There's literally no yeah. light. So I think I just scared Leonard because, like, he sleeps with me at night, and so he was like super nervous and I bet like, he's probably out. like, "What the hell?" Yeah, because I had jumped up right. from sleeping and did this, and oh my god, it freaked me out. So it's just it's been weird. Okay, I know this is all super random shit that's just flying out of my mouth. But Go like, off, queen. another thing is, you know, it's mid-December right now. Well, actually later than mid-December. But uh, I'm really sad because The Office is going to come off of Netflix. 
and I'm just devastated. I love you, but like it's time to move on. I can't. Every time. I can't. I'm I can't over. You always have the office on. I'm even listening to the Office Ladies podcast. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I can't. I can't move on from it. I just can't. Well, I did buy it on Apple TV. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, and I bought all the seasons, so I'm okay. But like, I'm still sad about it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Anyways, after my you know rambling <laughs> of random shit. How was your week? Uh, you know what? I would love to talk about myself. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I am fully done talking about myself and my life, you guys. Um, I actually don't have much to say. It's been a pretty normal week for the most part. Um, we, except for those people that keep unplugging your scent things in the hallway, <sighs> those Glade plugins. Yes. So... <laughs> They don't all the way unplug them. They, they just halfway like, unplug them. Just enough to where it doesn't work anymore. And I don't. We don't know who it does or who it is or who's been doing it. Mm-hmm. But they have been doing it for over a year now, and they they also open the windows. They too. open the windows too. Yeah, and we and don't it's know cold who it is. Yeah, now. we don't know who it is, and we'll like leave our apartments in the morning. It's freezing mm-hmm. all the time. We're like, what the hell? Yeah, because it's like 15 degrees the other day and all the windows were open. So I'm running around the building trying to shut them and to plug the things back in. Uh, and I'm like, who is doing this? I want to know so badly. I do too. I can't handle it. We, we have to set up one of my cameras. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because Austin and I both have security cameras for our apartments. Which is something all everybody should have. Yeah, everybody should have as a precaution. Well, especially like Austin got his, but like I should have had mine a long time ago as a single female. Just, yeah. Just in case. Right. But anyways, tomorrow. We're going to have a fun-filled day. We're going, we're starting out. We both have the day off for I'm once so together. Excited. I took tomorrow off because I didn't take a trip to Mexico, so I have a bunch of PTO left. Yeah, there you go. So we are going to start out by getting brunch and mimosas. And then after that, we're going to go get our nails done. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to... Please gonna... note we will be wearing our masks yes. all the time. Yes. And we'll be social distancing. Yes. Like we Everything should. here is still open. I know in other parts of the country, a lot of people are shut yeah. down still. But I mean, here... It's open where we are. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so we're um, pretty excited for that. And then we're going to end dinner. But before dinner, we're, of course, going to take a nap. Yes, a nap is much <laughs> needed. And then Leonard's going to go to my parents for the weekend. Yep. Because sh- he just is super hyper and needs to go run around because they live on a farm. Yeah, he's been driving me nuts, too. I'm glad I didn't go <laughs> with him. So. so he needs <laughs> to go run off some energy. And my parents have their own dog, Molly. And he loves her. That's like his girlfriend. So he's going to oh, have. She just got the rest of her teeth removed. <laughs> she got 17 teeth removed. I didn't even know she had 17 teeth. Left. I am actually shocked she had that many teeth left. <laughs> this dog is on her last leg. She's well done. Yeah, she's she expired. Is. Like her eyebrows are gray. Like, yeah, she blind, she deaf, and then. Yeah, she can't hear anymore. Hardly any teeth left. <laughs> but her breath smells nice and fresh now. There you go. <laughs> they're not rotten She may be expired, but she doesn't smell like it. Yes, so true. (laughs) (laughs) So I just wanted to quickly mention that I didn't do as much detailed research as I actually would have liked on episode one, which was Drew Shadeen, Um, just because this case is open still technically since he's been appealing and it's kind of an open wound in our community. So I just didn't want to upset anybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's something I've experienced too when I was researching my cases. It's Sometimes it's so hard to sift through that. And I think going into it, you know, it was something we need to learn mm-hmm. as we do it. So, yeah, I mean, definitely. please forgive us. And sometimes our editing isn't going to be the best, but we're... We're trying our best. Please <laughs> note, um, we are, you know, 
experimenting with different editing softwares. So we are expect it to be get to get better. Yes. But and we're going to get, you know, hopefully another microphone here soon. Yeah. The editing software that we are using now currently only allows us to use one. Yeah. So we're trying to get two so you can hear us better and it's more clear. Right. So just bear with us. Yeah. And the software we're using now, sometimes like when we cut stuff out, it gets very choppy. Yes. We want it so. to flow more nicely. We have struggled with that. So we've been kind of messing with different websites just to try to find what works best for us. Right, right. So, so yeah. bear with us. We'll get better. We will. <laughs> so the case that I have today is Joseph Fritzel. Uh, have you heard of this one at all? No. Okay, so it's also pronounced as Yosef, but American version is Joseph, so I'm okay. just going <laughs> to I mean, you can't that. even pronounce American words most of the time. You so. know what? I'm not even I mean, who am I talking, though? I can't <laughs> not even, even gonna argue with you there because <laughs> I do screw up words a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, this case uh, took place in the town of Amstetten, Austria. And I Googled that. <laughs> of course that. you did. Well, I watched a documentary and, you know, I also repeated it with them. There you <laughs> so go. I could that, get it. Just like Pequot Lakes. Yes, just like Pequot Lakes. Pequot. Pequot. There you go. There that we go. Sounds better. Anyways. <laughs> so, <laughs> Joseph Fritzel was born on April 9th, 1935. And growing up, Joseph had a mother named Maria. And she did not love him at all. Oh. Like she, I would like to say, hated him. Got it. Uh, she would regularly beat him and leave him on his own for like a lot of hours. So not very motherly. Okay. Uh, she claimed to only give birth to Joseph to just prove that she wasn't infertile. Lovely. Yeah, but she really didn't want kids. So. She proved a point. She did. She's not <laughs> infertile. <laughs> so later in life. He does study to become an engineer. So he is a smart guy. Yeah. Like he's he's not a stupid guy. Oh. So here is a picture of Joseph. I'm going to shuffle yes, through. Please enlighten little me. little picture for you. So that's Joseph right there. Oh, he um, kind of looks like an Albert Einstein on crack. He really does, actually. <laughs> so I like that. That's your version. Because my version is he looks like a super creepy guy. That's like off of Harry Potter. Like a scary like Voldemort team guy. Yeah, his eyebrows are a little too something. <laughs> Had a few Harry Potter references today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, never, he's kind of interesting. Never trust an old man with the white bushy mustache. Yeah, it's it's not cute. Sorry if you guys are cute. one of the few men yeah, with... Yeah, very sorry. We love your <laughs> bushy mustache. <laughs> so he married Rosemary, which I didn't get a picture of her because she doesn't really Yeah, matter. that's okay. I mean, I'll forgive she you. does, but like... I'll, I'll let it pass. Okay, thank you. So she was born on September 23rd, 1939, and Joseph was. I gotta turn him over. No, I'm sorry. No, you... Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> he's I was staring. like, don't go to the next picture. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> he's, he's staring at me in some type of way. So Joseph was 21, and Rosemary was 17 when they were married, which back then it was pretty normal for them to get married. So yeah, it's actually not that bad of a yeah. age gap. Yeah, like my mom was 18 when she got married. Yeah. Which I could not imagine. Yeah. I ever getting married. At 18. Oof, no, thank you. <laughs> no, and my parents are still married today. So I mean, obviously it was a good thing, but yeah. I just couldn't get married that young. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> no. But to each their own. Yes, for sure. So uh, they had seven children total. So they did have quite a lot of kids. Oof. And again, back then that was pretty normal. Right, right. A woman's there just get They're married, popping out kids, pop out babies. Yes. And they had two boys and five girls. And the child that we're actually going to be focusing on this case is Elizabeth. So she was born on April 6, 1966. Elizabeth was the fourth child to be born, like, out of the family. Yep. And here's a picture of Elizabeth. Okay. That's her. 
So she looks like an average teenager, yeah. you know, just a normal teenager. Cute girl. But um, I'll flip it over so you don't have yeah, to see thank Joseph's you. face again. <laughs> around town, people thought that Joseph was respected and friendly. They would say hello to him when they would see him around. But at home, it was the very opposite. But he was just kind of off everybody's radar. Yeah, yeah. And people didn't know this is how he was at home because nobody said anything. But right, right, exactly. Yes, at home, he was the authority figure and he was very violent. Um, his wife did not have much of a voice, but again, back then it was very common for the woman to just obey her husband and do what she was told. Yeah. I would not do well in this generation. No, no, <laughs> no. When Joseph was 32 years old, he followed a woman home and he had raped her. And back then he was sentenced to 18 months in prison. Okay. Don't yeah. love that, but yeah, total loser already. Um, even though this happened, he was married at the time. His okay. wife still didn't leave him. Oh, which again, back then, divorce was kind of, eh, yeah. you know, not as common as today. Right. But come on, he raped a woman. Yeah. You know, yeah. would have left him right there. Exactly. So Joseph kept Elizabeth at home as often as he could. Uh, he didn't allow her to date anybody, and he was very controlling over her schedule. He didn't even allow her to bring, like, friends into the house, which is so weird. Okay. Yeah, like, like... growing up, I had friends over all the time, you know? So... That was pretty odd, and unfortunately, Joseph started sexually assaulting his daughter when she was 11. Got it. So just, you know, a total freaking winner here. Yep. And father so, of the year. Yeah, father of the year. <laughs> <laughs> in, in my research, I wasn't able to find out if, like, Joseph was just sexually abusing her or if it was any others or, okay. if, you know, he just only focused on her. Right, right. You know, and if so, why? I don't know. You know? Was that like, his first daughter, maybe? No, because oh. she was... Uh, what did I say? Wasn't she the fourth? Oh. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think yeah, she was the fourth. She's the fourth, yeah. Yeah, she was the fourth. Oh, so yeah, that's weird. So, so it's just strange. So later on, Joseph spent many years planning and building an underground cellar underneath their home and their garden. And he had received permission to construct the cellar back in the 1970s. And since this was located in Austria during the end of the Cold War, it wasn't very uncommon for people to build cellars. Okay, I was just going to say he just randomly decided yeah. to build a cellar. Or... <laughs> so it wasn't super uncommon. Okay. <laughs> so people had just assumed he was building it for that reason. Right, you know, right. Especially since he had a family. Right. You know, thinking they, he wanted to protect them. Right. No. So he had previously worked for construction companies in the past. And so that's how he kind of knew what he was doing and where to get those materials and what to build it with. And so the cellar actually took a total of six years to complete. Oh. In August of 1984, when Elizabeth was 18 years old at the time, Joseph asked Elizabeth to help him fix a door down in that cellar that he built. So after she went down to help him, she was about to go back upstairs from the cellar, but Joseph ended up taking a cloth that was soaked in ether. Do you know what ether is? I have no idea. Okay, I didn't either. I hadn't heard of it, but I was guessing it was some kind of like chloroform. Yeah, or that's what I would have guessed too. And so I ended up Googling it, of course. And so it said it was a pleasant smelling colorless liquid that is highly flammable and it's used as an anesthetic. I mean, at least it smelled good. Yeah. <laughs> that's only possible. Yeah. You gotta find yeah. the positives <laughs> in the worst situations, you know? Yes. And so he ended up putting it over her mouth and nose and then held it there until she had passed out from it. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> so 
While Elizabeth was passed out, Joseph had ended up bringing her into the cellar and he ended up restraining her by tying her arms behind her back with an iron chain and then connected them to the bed that was down there. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. And then after a few days, he ended up chaining her waist instead of her arms. And then I've got actually a picture of the layout of the cellar I'm going to show you. And you guys, I'm going to post this um, on social media too. So that's the layout. And note that the actual door to where he kept Elizabeth was hidden. So not many people knew besides him that there was more to the cellar than there actually was. Yeah, wow. I mean, this is nicer than my first apartment. But I mean, <laughs> it was a cellar, though. And yeah, yeah, no windows. Not all good things happening there. So. Yeah. And the hallways are very thin, like you can see in these pictures. Yeah. And I don't um, know if my I would fit through there. I don't know if I would fit through there either. <laughs> And then he also tried soundproofing the cellar so that Elizabeth couldn't be heard if she screamed or anything. Awesome. So, I mean, he really he, I mean, did it he here. He thought it out. He did. Oof. And then there's the door. Okay. And then shelves would hide the door oh, when he wasn't there. I can see now. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, people wouldn't think, oh, that was down there. But... Yeah. Just strange. So, people only thought that was kind of the basement. Right, right. So, drinky drink time. <laughs> Please hold. Your call is very important to us. Thank you for that little ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> so, two years prior to Elizabeth's disappearance, she had run away with a friend to go to Vienna, but the police eventually caught up with them. And so when nobody saw her around, they uh, assumed that she had finally decided to run away. And so whenever anybody asked Joseph where she had gone, he ended up just telling him that she joined a cult, which... Why was that his first uh, okay. choice? <laughs> you know, she's yeah. just trying to call. It's no yeah, big no, deal. No big deal. You know, girl, girl got to do what she's got to yeah, do. Yeah, she got to Yep, yep. And so <laughs> um, he claimed that he got a letter from her stating that she had run away. And I watched a documentary and a few of her friends had made statements that they didn't believe she joined a cult at all. Well, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> a little like, out there, no. but like. <laughs> That's not okay. her. And Elizabeth's mother was really worried by this point when she went missing. And so Joseph showed Elizabeth the letter and that he had supposedly received from Elizabeth. Right. Stating that she had run away and she didn't want anybody to come looking for her. Okay. Yes. And so to make sure that people would believe the note, Joseph had actually had Elizabeth write the letter instead of himself so that they could see it was her handwriting and not uh, his or anybody else's. I see. I see. No one at first was super suspicious because technically she went missing in her own home. Right. So, you know, there wasn't proof of a struggle or somebody breaking into the home and taking her. And so one year after she went missing, the police ended up closing the case. Yeah. I mean, they had no. Yeah, they had no leads. They, you know, got the notes from Joseph and believed him. And right. She just looked like a runaway. Yeah. And so, she was over 18, wasn't she? She was 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. She, so she wasn't a minor anymore. Right. So. Just. Back in the cellar, um, after many months, Joseph ended up removing the chains from Elizabeth. And the only reason he did this was because it was getting in the way of his sexual assaults on her. Oh. Yeah. Also in the cellar, there was a metal door that had concrete around it and it was controlled by a remote control device. And the only person who knew the code to the door was Joseph. Imagine that. Yeah. So it would have <laughs> been really hard for her to try to make an escape. Right. And so... He ended up sexually assaulting her and raping her many, many times, unfortunately. As if raping her wasn't bad enough, he also beat her continuously, which is super sad. What a gentleman. Right? 
And so after two years of being down in the cellar, she had become pregnant and she ended up having a miscarriage about 10 weeks into her pregnancy, which in a way is kind of a blessing because it was her father's incest child. Right. You know, but like in a way, obviously it was really hard because for one, that was her first kid and she had a miscarriage. Right. So that's a really thing. Two years after her miscarriage, she ended up pregnant again, and this time with a daughter that she had named Kirsten. So prior to Elizabeth giving birth to that first child, Joseph refused to take her to the hospital. So he ended up giving her a medical book on pregnancy and childbirth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like that's really going to help her by herself. Like, you know, just figure out how to birth yourself. That's fine. And he gave her a few medical instruments and a towel. Um, He did not help her give birth. And so, yeah, he was just like, here you go. Yeah. Good luck. Awesome. And so she had more children throughout the years. And she had Stefan, Lisa, Monica, Michael, and Alexander, who were twins. Okay. And then she had Felix last. Oh. Yeah. So she had quite a few kids. Yeah. And Michael actually, unfortunately, died shortly after she gave birth. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. Which was super sad. Well, and again, she's down there. Right. You know. And... You can't even bury your child after he passes. Right. Well, and he had breathing issues when he was born, and Joseph refused to take him to the hospital to get the medical attention that he needed. And so that's how he died. Of course. Yeah. And then Joseph decided to incinerate his body in a heater. Like, why was that your thought? This guy. Yeah, he's 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 interesting, that's for sure. So during all of this, Joseph forced Elizabeth to keep writing letters to Rosemary. So that her mother would think that she was okay. So Elizabeth did do this because, I mean, she was forced to. Right. So what other choice did she have? What's a girl going to do down there? Yeah. And so I kind of wondered, though, like, what did his family think? Like, when Joseph would be gone for hours at a time in the basement, like, weren't they curious on exactly what he was doing? But also, wasn't he the authority figure, so they didn't want to question him? they probably didn't want to get beaten for asking Right. They just let him do his thing. You know, crazy old Joseph. Yes. (laughs) Crazy old Joseph, literally. (laughs) So in my research, I found that he had an area of the basement that was just for his work. And so he would tell his family that he was just working on projects. And the family obviously didn't question him because they were scared of him. Right. And he also had very strict rules that nobody was allowed in the basement besides him. And since his family was scared of him, they obeyed it. Well, okay. But like, as a kid, even if I'm scared of my father, like if somebody tells, even now, if somebody tells me not to go somewhere, I'm going to go somewhere. If you tell me not to open up that door, I'll be like, oh, what's up? there you're gonna die by that way sometimes it's fine you know i'm not gonna (laughs) die you know being curious i'm gonna find out what's behind that door and then i'll die you know know it's funny so you know how we always talk about like what'll get us in the end yep so mine is if somebody like came out of a van and said hey i have some puppies here you want to see them I would walk my happy ass right into that van and I would die. Well, that was like the lights last night because there was a sign that said lights ahead because we couldn't find them. And she's like, oh, that would be me. If somebody put a sign that said puppies ahead, I would totally go running. I'm like, okay. It really is. going to lock the door and put the child lock on so you can't yeah. jump out here. So. Yeah, it would legit be me. That's how I'm going to go. You know, but hey, at least I know. Right. I know how I go. You know, Hopefully they at least have puppies. Yeah, there's a chance that there you might be know. puppies. So. There is always a chance. Exactly. <laughs> might be slim, but I, I take my chances. Back to it here. I don't know where I was. Your call is very important to us. <laughs> okay. So Joseph also rented out a few rooms in his home and the renters had the same rule. They were not allowed to go into the basement either. Just like the family. Okay. 
they also were not even allowed to use the garden because the garden was right above the cellar. Oh. Yeah. And he was worried that they could hear Elizabeth, even though right. she wasn't super loud, it seemed like. Right. He was just worried. And so he just said, you know, you can't use the garden. He didn't give them reasoning, of course, because he didn't want them to know. Right. But I'm guessing that he needed to rent those rooms out for extra income since he was supporting a secret family. Right. Joseph also gave uh, them school books, a Christmas tree, a TV, a canary, and an aquarium. <laughs> like <laughs> The aquarium was its like <laughs> How random is all of that, though? You know, at least he's giving them some stuff. And, like, honestly, looking at it, like, he did an okay job decorating. But... Yeah, like, he did decorate. I'm not saying this is ideal by any means. It's still ugly. But, right. like, he attempted at his own decorating. It's not the dark... Like, yeah, it's not like the dark cellar I kind of expected. Like to dirt see. floor and everything. Yes. Like it's actually like Game kinda, of Thrones cellar. Yeah, <laughs> like it's kind of finished off, but still, I mean. Yeah, he and he even painted. It looks like yeah, it, some of it has like red walls and even tiles. And there's it. like cute little like circle polka dot stuff and. Yeah, so I'm kind of surprised that he did that. To be honest, he must have like red. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did do construction, so, oh, yeah. so that could be part of it. But anyways, <laughs> so he even once brought snow down to the cellar so that the kids could experience it. Oh, okay. Let me show you what you can't have. Yeah, basically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How nice of him. Oh, How kind. So thoughtful. So Joseph was able to bring food and like other items that they needed down to the cellar at night because like everybody upstairs in the actual house was sleeping. Right. So like nobody would see him do it. Right. Even though Joseph did bring them food and other items, um, he would randomly have like these really angry outbursts if like Elizabeth or the children ever disobeyed him or if they were allowed and he didn't like it. He would switch off all the power to the cellar for days. Yeah. So they'd just be stuck in the dark. Oh my God. Yeah. And then Elizabeth also explained um, in the winter it would be cold and damp. And then in the summer it would be extremely hot. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know about you, but like when it's extremely hot, I am so cranky. Yeah. That's how I know. I needed to live here. Yeah. As boring as North Dakota may be, <laughs> I do yeah. okay with the cold just yeah. because I hate Even heat. though we have almost no snow at this point. Yeah, which is super weird, honestly. Yeah. Like it's Everywhere kind of else is getting like dumped yeah. with like snow. Like New York is hammered right now. Right, but you know. It's kind of surprising. For once, it's not us though. Elizabeth had tried her best to make the children's lives as normal as she could despite their circumstances. So she had taught him how to read and write because she was 18 at the time of her disappearance. So like she did learn quite a bit before being taken. Okay. Yeah. 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 I you would know? imagine. So at least she, she could teach him that, which I'm sure right. she's kind of at least proud of because you know, what else did she have? Yeah. Joseph decided that he would bring up three of the children to live above ground, which was Lisa, Monica and Alexander. So his reasoning for this is because there was space issues down in the cellar. <laughs> Because obviously you can see how like thin it is and yeah, how there's small. what six kids. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Awesome. So yeah, lots of kids. Yeah. Well, there were seven, but one died. So yes, yeah, that's that's a lot of kids to take care right? of too, especially secretively well, and by yourself. Oof. Like Oof. I can't even imagine one. <laughs> okay. So, um, and he also stated that he chose the loudest children to bring above ground because he was always worried that like people could hear right. everybody down in the cellar. Right. And so he would find the children on his doorstep or pretended to, I should <laughs> say, um, or in his yard. And they would have notes from Elizabeth. And the notes stated that she could no longer care for the child. 
I almost said chair Stop. for the child. <laughs> Seriously? Like, yeah. he just faked this. Oh, well, I found him in the yard. Yeah, gotta take him in. <laughs> and the kids didn't say anything. Well, I suppose they were scared of him. Yeah. But I mean, like. Well, his wife believed him, so. Yeah. yeah. And then Rosemary and Joseph legally adopted these children. And oh, they how actually, sweet. Yeah, right? How sweet. <laughs> and they actually had regular visits from social services, but, like, no red flags were ever raised, which is mind-blowing. Awesome. And this was supposedly due to the understaffing at social services, and each caseworker had too many cases on their plate. Which I think is still pretty common to this day. Yes. It's just sad because it shouldn't be used as an excuse. Right. You know, it's just, it's it sucks. Either way, just a crappy situation. Right. The three children that were left in the cellar were the quiet ones, which were Kirsten, Stefan, and Felix. And they were forced to continue to witness Joseph's horrible actions, and they also never saw daylight like the other kids did. Poor things. And to keep Elizabeth and the remaining grandchildren that he had down in the cellar, um, he had actually threatened them by saying if they tried to escape, he would kill them. And then he also stated that he installed a system that the doors would essentially like execute them. Not execute, electrocute. <laughs> I mean, probably elect yeah. electrocute to the point of elect. Yes. I don't know why I read that as uh, execute. execute. I was like, you know what? Yeah. So it sure. would essentially electrocute them and poison would be released into the air, which, I mean, they were in a cellar that he built. Right. You know, they don't know what he I would imagine they're in. getting much clean air to begin with. So. That's true. You and so. that thing and you're screwed. <laughs> you could be. <laughs> well, and their bathroom didn't have a door. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no privacy. Like, girl can't poop in peace in there. No, she doesn't have any away time from the kids either. Mm. One of Elizabeth's children, the oldest, Kirsten, who is now 19 years old at this time, Oof. um, she became really, really sick, and Elizabeth begged Joseph to take Kirsten to the hospital, and surprisingly, he did. And honestly, though. My guess is that it was because he would work or he was worried that Kirsten would die and it would be extremely hard to get a 19 year old body yeah. out of the cellar. But, you know, it was easy for him to get rid of Michael's body because right. he was a baby, you know? So I think that's kind of why he right. decided, okay, I better this time. Right. So when Joseph took Kirsten to the hospital, the doctors were suspicious as she was extremely pale and sickly. And obviously she was super pale because she had never experienced the sun. Right. And the hospital stated that it was hard to diagnose her because they didn't know her family history and there was no copy of her medical records anywhere. So the doctors ended up airing a plea on TV to ask the mother of Kirsten to come forward. And Joseph was being very uncooperative with the hospital. Of course. Yeah, he was just being very rude and just didn't want to answer questions. Right. And so Elizabeth actually saw this on the TV that she was given in the cellar. And since the doctors were suspicious about the situation and since Joseph was being uncooperative, they yeah. alerted the police. During this time, the police were suspicious as well. And they ended up reopening the investigation on Elizabeth's disappearance. Good. Yes. Elizabeth had actually begged Joseph to let her out to help her daughter at the hospital. Okay. And surprisingly, after 24 years of Elizabeth being down in the cellar, Joseph let her out. Can you imagine seeing daylight I after just, 24 years? It blows my mind that she was down there for that long. Well, I, mean, I couldn't I imagine. I stand in my house for two days and I come and outside. Like, <sighs> I'm like, I feel like on Twilight where they sparkle in the sun. <laughs> of course you have a Twilight reference. Yeah, you know, it'll... <laughs> 
you'll hear that here and here and there, you know. <laughs> and there. <laughs> I can't even talk. You're not even drinking wine tonight. No, I'm not even drinking at all tonight, and I can't talk. Maybe I need to drink to talk, you know. It's okay. It's, it's okay. fine. Elizabeth was saved in April of 2008 at around 42 years old. So the hospital staff was actually concerned when they saw Elizabeth's appearance as well. Right. They're probably like, girl, what is going on? Like, are you okay? She is unwell. Yes. And she looked 10 years older than she actually was. Her skin was extremely pale. And she just didn't even look generally, like, very healthy. Poor thing. Yes. Poor honey. Yeah. Well, I'm sure she wasn't getting fed right. the greatest foods down there. Right. And the stuff that she needed, not as obviously vitamin D from the sun. Right. So, um... The hospital called the police and Elizabeth and Joseph were taken to the police station to be questioned. They were both placed in two separate rooms to be questioned and the police threatened Elizabeth with arresting her for child abuse if she did not tell them what was going on. What do you mean? I do understand because they want to figure it out. Right. They want to get to the bottom of things. It took almost five hours, but eventually Elizabeth said she would explain everything and tell them what they needed to know with a promise from police that she would never have to see her father again. She told the police of her time in the cellar and that she eventually had multiple children that were from her father and stated that he had actually started sexually abusing her at age 11. Oh, my God. And so I bet that was really hard for her to actually say. That's the first time she told anybody. Yeah, what is you that, know? like 31 years of like, sexual abuse? Yeah, she she never told anybody. <sighs> and that wow. was, you know, the police were the first people that she technically told. So I bet she it took her a while. It took her five hours to say something, and I don't blame her. I'm going to need a drink know, after this. Right? Oof. I don't know how, you know, you even come up, up with the words for that. Right. You know? Oof. So her mother, Rosemary, who was 66 at the time that Elizabeth was freed, um, she claimed to not know what was going on in the cellar. And from my research, a lot of people couldn't believe that Rosemary didn't know what was going on. The police did eventually clear her of any wrongdoing, and they don't believe she did have they don't believe she had anything to do with the situation at all. Oh, right. I mean, I really don't think as a mother she would let all this that. happen. Yeah. Any normal person mm -hmm. wouldn't let this happen besides Joseph. And he's a piece of shit. Yes. So. He's a big piece of shit. Yep. So Rosemary was scared of Joseph too. So, I mean, he was an extremely abusive person and she just did what she was told. When the trial began, Joseph was escorted by a dozen police officers and he hid his face from the press by like putting a binder in front of it. Oh, okay. So you can do all this for how many years and then won't own up, own up to it. Well, and you fucking coward, like show your face. You did it. Own it. Like you, you've got to just own up to it because it's done. Right. Everybody knows about it. They know who you are. They know what your face looks like. No matter if you hide it or not, it's all over the news. Right. Right. So let me just put this by. Oh. Yeah. Let me just hide. <laughs> so in court, surprisingly, Joseph did admit to everything, but he did state that his reasoning for doing what he did was because he wanted to protect Elizabeth from a lifestyle that he didn't think was good for her. Oh, so this was, this was, this was a solution. Oh, perfect. <laughs> in his brain, at least. Um, so Joseph was sentenced to life in prison and he didn't appeal, which that also surprised me because in his mind, yeah, he thought he was doing, he had it justified. Yeah. You know? He had it justified in his own mind. But either way, he's a trash piece of shit. Honestly. Like, so he was found guilty, and it was of rape, incest, negligent homicide, imprisonment, and enslavement. And he will be due for release in 2024, and he will be 89 years old. Oof, which honestly isn't that far away. It's not that far away. Like, it isn't, which is kind of nerve-wracking. Is he nerve healthy? Uh, I'll get to that. 
Okay. So Joseph is currently at the Kremstein prison. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Didn't look up how to say that. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no documentary. On yeah. <laughs> Didn't look that up. They just said he was in prison. In my articles, I found the name of it, so I figured I'd put it in. Fair enough. But um, so, so far during his prison time, he has lost several teeth after a fight with another inmate. Solid. Which is funny. <laughs> Molly who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Just Molly throwing since, shade at your dog. <laughs> Molly says she has no teeth. <laughs> so <laughs> um, he also has dementia, which karma. Yeah. So I'm okay that he has dementia. I mean, he lost his mind a long time ago. Yeah, he probably had dementia when he started doing these things. (sighs) Anyways, so as of March 2019, supposedly his health is rapidly declining, and he stated he doesn't want to live. Well. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I think it's kind of great now that he's, like, in a cellar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, not really, like underground, but like he's in a cage, you know. Enjoy yourself, fucker. Yeah, yeah, have that. Have have fun with that. I wonder kind of like if Joseph wasn't stopped, how long he would have done it? Probably until he died. Right? And then they would just be trapped under there. They would have died because he died. Or imagine if he would have died years earlier because this was over a 24-year span. Yeah, exactly. Like a freak accident or something. Like how crazy would that be? Oh, God. For somebody to find... Okay, sorry. Sorry, my brain. (laughs) Yeah. No, seriously, though. I mean, like, that's a valid point, though. Like, how crazy would that be? I'm sure they would have smelled the bodies eventually. Yeah. Okay, anyways, back to it. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So, Elizabeth is actually in her mid-50s now, and she has since changed her name and moved to a tiny hamlet in Austria. Do you know what that is? When you said that, I just imagined her living in like a slice of ham, but that's just <laughs> how my brain works. Because <laughs> of Hamlet. <laughs> yeah, so let's just, let's, okay. let's tell me what an actual Hamlet I is. I will. So I Googled the term. <laughs> it stated it's a small human settlement, like village or small town. Okay. So not a ham. Yeah. Not a slice damn. of ham. <laughs> I mean, I just think of food, so. It's okay. Remember? <laughs> In episode one, when you kept saying Alfredo. And yeah. Stuff, How cool so. would that be, though, if she just lived on a slice of ham? It's okay. I think about food all the time. <laughs> we actually got six pack and a pound from Taco John's tonight. That it was, was our wonderful. Dinner. It was they're great. actually open for once. So. Yeah. Shockingly. <laughs> Usually they're closed because they don't have any workers. Yeah. But Okay. Anyway. <laughs> no. Stop with the food. Okay. So um, Elizabeth's tiny hamlet is located in an Austrian countryside. And she started a new life there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. We don't know her new name now, though. Good. I mean, that's good that we don't know. I don't blame her. I'd want to hide, too. She just wants to be on. She just wants to start a life that she never had. Exactly. And good on her, though, Mm -hmm. for, like, just going and starting something new, not letting this define her. Yeah. Yep. And she um, actually fell in love with her bodyguard, Thomas Wagner, which I think is so cool. Like, good for for finding her yeah for finding her happy ending and so yeah and he ended up moving in with her which i'm sure she feels super safe around him since he was a bodyguard i bet you know and she actually did have a falling out with her mother but they have reconciled okay which i'm sure took quite a while right right i get it and i also couldn't find any current photos of elizabeth because she lives a very private life and she always declines interviews yeah so yeah, that is the story of Elizabeth Fritzel. Wow, that's yeah. that's a rough one, but I mean, you know, there really is no there's no like, easy case. Yeah, exactly. You know, there really isn't. Uh, we have a dog and cat fact, like always. Austin, did you know that a greyhound can beat a cheetah in a long distance race? 
No. Yeah. They are amazing long distance runners and they can keep a speed up to 35 miles per hour for up to seven miles, which kind of blows my mind because oh. I can barely run. <laughs> Neither can you. We, we are not runners. We're not runners, are we, Austin? No, we are not runners, no. Camille. <laughs> this is me trying to look at my cat fact really quickly <laughs> because I was, you know, pretty. Because you. he never has a cat fact ready oh, to go. You know what? I do I'm know. exposing you. I do know. So Okay, let's, let's hear it. I'm ready for so, it. So did you know that cats can jump up to six times their length? No. Well, I mean, Max is kind of crazy sometimes, though. Yeah, he tries I to mean, climb I mean, remember the other night when he, like, pounced up, like, straight up into the air? Yes, and he always makes a noise, too. It's so funny. It's oh, <laughs> so annoying. I love how I always try to compare your cat facts to Max. Yeah. <laughs> well, Leonard's not a runner, so we can't really compare him to anything yeah so. true love him but he's lazy yeah it's okay though it's good yeah so thank you guys for listening just make sure to follow our socials um side of homicide on instagram we are going to be doing a giveaway we're planning on doing january 15th we decided on mm -hmm. yeah so make sure you guys are following us and yeah follow us on facebook at Side of Homicide. On Instagram at Side of Homicide. And email us at Side of Homicide at Hotmail.com. All right, guys. Well, that's episode three. Thank you so much for listening and stay paranoid. Stay paranoid, you beautiful people. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.